I often talk about how important it is to have boundaries and standards in your dating life and certainly in your relationship life. In other words, having certain lines that someone who you're dating should not or cannot cross. But what do you do if your partner has a different boundary? How do you deal with conflicting boundaries in relationships? In today's video, that's exactly what I'm going to address. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, I got a comment recently on a YouTube video from someone we'll call M. M writes, any recommendations on how to overcome a boundary battle? Any ideas on how to figure out a boundary battle to continue in my relationship? Okay, M. First thing I would suggest is whatever this particular boundary battle is, whatever this particular conflict is, try to think, how important is this to you on a scale from one to 10? With one being really not a big deal and 10 being an absolute ironclad deal breaker. If it's between a one and maybe like five at the very, very high echelon, the highest level, you know, try to see if you can live with it. You don't necessarily love it, but you can live with it. And by the way, this is very important. So when you're asking yourself if you don't love this thing, but you can live with it, be very, very honest. Because there's a difference in being able to shrug something off and be like, okay, it's not my favorite thing, but I can live with it. There's a difference between that and feeling genuine resentment towards agreeing to something that deep down in your soul, in your core, you don't actually agree to. One of the world's most famous relationship researchers is a guy named Dr. John Gottman. And one of his crucial insights is that nothing predicts the downfall of a relationship better than the level of resentment that is present in the relationship. And if you're agreeing to something over a long enough period of time that you don't really agree to deep down, that's gonna build up tremendous resentment. So be honest with yourself when you're trying to see if you can really live with this. Now, if this issue is between a six and a 10 on your scale of you know, the importance of this boundary or the importance of this conflict, then you've got a decision to make. I get emails from people all the time sharing stories about their relationship and sharing details of their relationship with some really clear, in my view, boundary violations and shady behavior and really things that would definitely not be okay with me. But it seems like they're trying to negotiate, they're trying to compromise, they're trying to work with this. And at the end of the day, sometimes I think compromise is oversold in relationships. In other words, we hear this mantra all the time in our culture, you know, compromise is the key to a healthy relationship. You have to compromise, you have to compromise. There's some truth to that, and in certain moments you probably do have to compromise on certain issues, but on the big important stuff, I don't think you should compromise. I don't compromise in my relationships on the things that are most important to me, and I don't think anyone should. The trick is getting absolutely clear on what is truly most important to you and then living true to that. So if it's between a six and a 10, again, you've got a serious decision to make. If you've communicated this boundary clearly to your partner and they continue to violate it over and over again, don't trust what a person says, watch what they do. That should tell you everything you need to know. Their behavior is not going to change. And if they continue violating this boundary after you've made it absolutely clear that this is not okay with you, that this is a serious ironclad boundary, if they keep violating it after that, it's probably time to move on. A related note, Sometimes we feel like we've made our boundaries clear to our partner, we've made our values, we've made our desires clear to our partner, and we really haven't. It can be very useful sometimes to treat your partner as if they're kind of dumb. <laughs> and I don't mean that your partner's dumb, I don't mean that my partner's dumb, 
But we often take for granted our communication styles and our ideas about things. We feel like we're being clear when sometimes we really aren't. So it can be very worthwhile to sit down, look a person in the eye, and be very, very clear about what's okay with you and what's genuinely not. But I need to emphasize this point once again. Unfortunately, compromise is not always possible, and you can't change other human beings. You will drive yourself and others absolutely crazy if you go trying to change something fundamental about them. If you go trying to change their behavior or changing the words they use and trying to mold them and shape them into the exact thing that you want. So many people's relationship problems would be solved if they simply made better choices in the first place. And of course, I've made some poor choices in my past and obviously we're all learning and we're figuring this out as we go along. But I get these emails from people sometimes and it's like they're trying to get me to change their partner or they're trying to change their partner. They're trying to change something fundamental about someone else which is absolutely impossible. I can't change your partner's behavior and neither can you. So if you're clear with them about your boundaries and your values and they continually violate them after they've been made crystal clear, you've got a serious decision to make. I can't make that decision for you, that's really on you. But on a closing note, I would say once again, sometimes compromise is not possible and you absolutely cannot change people who don't wanna change themselves. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.